You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Paint the Town Podcast, episode 110. This is the first time we've done this podcast like at my house, huh? Yeah. I don't think yeah, we've done is, that before. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID, you know what this I mean? This is the first actual in-studio, in-person uh, podcast. Yeah, I mean, normally I do, I mean, I Zoom from the, the, the pad, you know what I mean? But uh, having guests in today, but, uh, you know, without further ado, man, welcome King Create, man. King Create. Hell yeah. What up, what up? <laughs> hey, folks, all the listeners out there, how you doing? Hell yeah. <laughs> and then we also want to welcome on the show, Val. Hey, 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 everyone. The lovely Val is King Create's lovely wife. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Where did you, where were you guys coming in from today? Uh, near LAX. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I heard you saying something about having to head right back out there, too. Yep, soon we done. Yeah. Got to go right back because I was um, working on the mural project. Uh, it's not like on the wall, but it's for an upcoming show at a museum. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Dude, I, that I want- just tells you something already. You know what I mean? He's a hustler, he's man. Work- no, well, I mean, like, he's working on something for a museum. Yeah. And also, well, also, there was That something- makes my day right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love hearing that. <laughs> you know what, though? What makes my day, man, when we bridge some connections, man. And, like, last time we were able to hook uh, King Create up with Snyder, basically. That's right. right. And yep. then uh, um, you guys went down to Carlsbad, right? Yep. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, man. Because, uh, y- y- you know, I mean, I hope... That was a good experience, and uh, from what I saw, it was, man. So, uh, yeah, give us the rundown, yo. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you for the connection. That was that was very lovely down there. Um, we went down there, and, uh, man, it was, it was interesting. Everything flows so smooth with how we connected and took care of each step, you know, and we did what we had to do in, in, in regards to uh, pre-planning for the mural project out there at um, Seniors Grubbies. That's where yeah, we did Senior the mural. Grubbies. Yep, Senior yeah, Grubbies. Snyder knows what he's doing, man. He's mm-hmm. he's so good with keeping everything in line. Yep. It, it was good. And uh, me, me and my wife went down there. And I remember on the first day we got down there, I actually did another interview live from the room we was um, at. Next thing you know, it was time to go out there and project the artwork onto the wall at nighttime because I only had one day to paint it. And uh, the very next day, I went out there the next morning, and man, I went to town on it and started painting. And hell yeah, you know my my wife, as an assistant to me, she um, set up the table, and we had merchandise out there from small tiny canvases to poster prints to uh, customized artwork on hats and any other thing. I can't remember what else I had, but I'm pretty sure it, that's that. You know, I, well, did I have any shirts? I'm not sure. Well, what what I love personally about it, man, is I knew I was connecting like two professionals and two very positive oh, energies. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And that was like my favorite thing. And that's why it was like when Snyder hit us up and he was like, yo, we're looking for, uh, uh, you know, looking for art. a black graffiti artist. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? And then I was like, dude, man, like 
here you go. We got the guy, basically. Yeah. First you know, name. You know? First name on our list. <laughs> it was not long after we had interviewed you, and I was just like, man, wow. you could not get anyone other than this and guy right here. Please. The energy I was, Yeah, and the energy I always say about like Snyder, that positive feeling, that community feeling, man. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I wanted to match you guys up because you guys come from different neighborhoods, yeah. definitely. You know, I mean, very different neighborhoods, oh, right? Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. Carlsbad yeah. is like, at the end of the day, it's like, Perfect town, right? Interesting out there. It was cool. We went to Snyder Studio. He showed us his paintings and Man. his his art style of technique was very unique and different. Yeah, the drip. Yes. Yeah, the drip. The drip. Yeah, yeah, he does some uh, amazing stencils he does drips with. Mm-hmm. Tell me about um, like when you were out there painting. Were people stopping by and, and talking and stuff? Or what was it like? Oh, <laughs> it was really dynamic. Um, the people were stopping. There were people that sat there for all, all day, all day. And, um, there was one particular girl, she came and she said, you know, um, I really wasn't going to come down here, but you know, something led me to come here. And she stayed all day. And she was like, I thank you guys for the love that you guys are showing to the community. Um, it was it was just I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it and you know, um it was a lot of young young um, you know, kids out there that were um just stoked. They were just stoked <laughs> by by seeing what was going on and a lot of pictures were taken and um shouts out to Snyder and Bob. Bob is one of um the guys, he uh, finds murals and he uh, takes his lowrider there. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I met Bob he before. He takes his lowrider there and he was just so cool and, you know, just welcoming. Um, a lot of people were just hearing about what was going on in the community and they had to come down and check it out and it was so cool. Um, I know a lot of um, youngsters were, you know, buying pieces and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, wow, you know, I pretty much sold everything that was on the table. Really? Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so, it was so dope. I was like, oh, wow, okay. I see the love. The love was just expressed. He had, we had all the love pieces out, the posters, um, we had, um, he was also um, signing everybody's, you know, piece and um, posters and everything. So um, we had some really good feedback. And shots out to Senior Grubbies. Yeah, yeah. they can feed you too, right? <laughs> Their yeah. food is so, oh, so delicious. Good. Senior Grubbies, <laughs> yeah. man, I love you too. I actually did the wall there one time oh, yeah? as well. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm relating with you so much because the same thing happened with me. You yeah, know what I mean? People were stopping specials. by. Brian was out there hanging out, helping, talking to people and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a wonderful experience. And it, it's also a good lesson to yeah. to other artists. You know, if you want to, you know, make some people's day, mm-hmm. you know, you go to a small town. Yeah. You know, yes, you, you get in touch with their, their uh, you know, community arts uh, counselor or whatever and say, hey, you know, I'd like to come to your town and do something big, you know, set up mm-hmm. here and, and do a, a mural in your wall or something like that. Invite all the people down, come down, have an art experience. Yeah, Because people yes. in small towns, man, they love seeing that stuff. They show up and they yeah. buy stuff. They right? do. They yeah. do. Yeah. They were now, very, you do that in LA, very... you do that in LA. If you're doing that same thing in the middle of Los Angeles yeah. on Melrose Avenue. During Art Walk or something special like that, even, yeah. right? Even... Okay, I guarantee you, 
you may have had some people stop by just because you are king create, okay? That's true. You're always going to have people stopping by, but I guarantee you would not have near as many people, and you would have not touched the soul of near as many people. Yeah. Yeah, they were very I mean, supportive. Hell yeah, man. Hell very yeah. supportive. Yeah. I'm getting chills, man. Just feel, honestly, just think, like for me, like I said, I just, okay, I'm just going to put it out there because I'm the Asian guy in the room. Okay. Carlsbad is like the whitest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I, I, what I love about it, what I, you know, I'm just keeping it real, okay? You know what I mean? And I'm just saying that what I love about it is that it's just like you were able to bring some true hip hop, oh, like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like graphing. And it wasn't, like I said, I, we know you're, last time we talked to you already, and it's mm-hmm. like we know it, you're always positive in yeah. terms of like the community, man. It's not, mm-hmm. hey, this graph guy is also like, you know, a G, and then there's some, it, sometimes it gets a little bit checkered, you, you yeah. know what I mean, right? I, so I agree. Yeah, so I mean, again, man, I just wanted yeah. to kind of throw that out there because people not, may you not see understand any, uh, Carlsbad. you see any graffiti at all when you were there in Carlsbad? <laughs> uh, did we? Yeah, I, I think just a Snyder, little bit. Snyder had a few pieces out there. Oh yeah, that's not graffiti. I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, like the real graffiti. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. I, I saw some some people with you know how they did tag and did some throw ups, but that was little about hand it. Style but, tag, but yeah, like nice. like it wasn't nothing that caught my eye. So you know, I, I, it, was, it was like a blur when I glanced at it. And, you know, because it's so much. You know, you have a lot of people who's trying to make a name for themselves. So you know, yeah. I understand what they're doing. But that's part of the culture is that if you're going to do something, you have to do something that's going to make people turn their heads and look. Mm. Something resonate that's going to, yeah, people. it's got to resonate with them and it got to sort of stick. Uh, when I was coming up, even if people did get up and go uh, catch their tags out or bomb, there were certain people who stood out the most because they did it with a certain flair and uniqueness to their work. Yeah. Like, like my partner, uh, Whisk, from West Coast Artists. He would do like the W letter throw up and he would put numbers by his throw ups to let people know that's how many he did on his journey. Mm. Oh, wow. And he was up in the thousands. Wow. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he was for real. Yeah, and yeah. He wasn't lying about him. He was keeping tabs <laughs> of each one he did. You know, so people like that always stood out and I admired him. I, I wasn't really uh, into bombing that much, even though I did do it. But my thing was becoming very um, skillful at doing pieces. Mm. So that that's what I was into the most is that I wanted to have like some real good pieces. I wanted to be um, admired for that. You know, like there were people that was I Was there came anyone's work with. that you saw that led you that way? Back in the old days? Yeah, from L.A.? Yeah, it was like a lot of people. Uh, one guy that sticks out in my head the most was Charlie from DTK. He was from the Valley. But he would travel around. He was a well-rounded writer. So he would get around and take photos of a lot of good artwork. But his main thing wasn't photography. It's just he liked documenting it. He was a writer, a real writer. So he would get out and do his pieces. And his pieces was like immaculate. And maybe not in size, but with, with technique, style. And he, he understood what, what to do to make his artwork really be the best. And so when I saw people like Charlie do his work, it made me want to uh, thrive to be mm. best. I mean, to be the best, you know. So, yeah. That yeah. that was just one example. There's, right. there's so many other writers that I grew up around that I would go, when I was 14, 15, I would be at the yards on the weekend, and I would just be sitting there. If I wasn't painting, I was watching. Mm. And so I would be sitting there watching them do their pieces, and it was like a treat, man. It was, it was so much of a treat because when you're sitting there watching them paint, 
you watching how they apply the color how they put their final outline on and when i was sitting there watching as a kid 15 years old as a teenager all that stuff processed in my brain because i'm i said to myself i'm gonna be in a spot one day and who's gonna carry the torch yeah i gotta carry the torch but guess what i gotta bring up a new generation under me so that they could carry the torch because if not what it end up happening is it'll be a big generation gap and then we're going to start turning around looking like, man, what happened to the art? It don't look the same no more. <laughs> Not that they have to mimic what we do because we feel that there's enough space and room to grow in the art form. Sure. But in the process of growing, you still have to have the basic fundamentals covered, which is style. That's one. Number two is techniques and originality. And, but we all got to see something to spark that um, the inner burning desire in us, you know? Yeah, to inspire you. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To- so, That's tell cool. me, man. I mean, like, let's talk about technique for a second. Like, in terms of it, watching those guys, like, kind of, like, uh-huh. do it early on, man. I mean, because... Well, wait, wait, wait. Before you were watching these guys in the yard mm-hmm. painting, okay? Yeah. Um, what was, like, the first time you actually sprayed i was 13 years old 19 either 86 87 i was 13 and um i always admired it on the wall but i never touched the can i was just coming out of elementary school back then so coming out of elementary school from the sixth grade because oh mind you i was always doing it on paper at an early age i was drawing it on paper but by the time i got to the seventh somehow i got surrounded by the right guys who knew what to do so once I connected with them and they showed me who was who and I started hanging with them, then it, it took me to the level of having that desire. And there was a gentleman named Rich. I always talk about him in all my interviews. Cause sure. If it wasn't for him taking out the time to let me paint where he would paint. And I remember the first one I did was very drippy. My letter wasn't <laughs> proportioned. I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. And he, he told me, he said, hey, man, just keep practicing you you will become good but you can't stop and i was discouraged the first day because it didn't look like none of his work on the wall because he <laughs> we all looked up to him everybody looked up to him a lot in the, in the neighborhood and so anyway what ended up happening was i had a serious determination to become great and i kept practicing and practicing sometimes even if i wasn't painting on the wall like in the privacy at the house right i would have a a fake can in my hand like I would grab like a bottle pretend it's a can and I would just take my arms through the motion mm. of, of outlining something Interesting. I ain't gonna lie this is this sound a little weird but no I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, no not, not that part this part yeah, <laughs> yeah who okay. cares I, I would put um, water in a spray bottle you know how we iron our clothes with, with a spray bottle yeah and I fill it up with water and then I would hang up a a, a dark color sheet because when you spray it the line would get darker and I would just, because I was young still, and I would take that and just practice doing a, one letter. Oh, just, just to get the control That's of That's clever and something. resourceful, man. Yeah, and then if it's a brick wall, you could take a can of Lysol or some kind of spray that's going to evaporate or some water. And you go out there on that wall and just do one le- one line and practice your lines. So that's why my control of a can is real clean. Mm-hmm. I that's some great like advice that. right there, man. Yeah. Some of you young guys out there want to, you know, practice a little bit and maybe don't want to get in trouble at the same time. Yeah. You know? Well, here's another thing I used to do because I used to stay in Pasadena for one year. And it wasn't nothing around there back then. Well, it, it wasn't 
no place for me to really go paint. I'll say it that way. <laughs> and what ended up happening was, um, oh, we had some boards at, in the backyard. Not wooden board, but like big cardboard boxes. And I would take some of those and just prop them up against the wall. And I would test out my tips and I would just do lines and shapes just to get my can control down. Can yep. control, man. That's yep. the biggest thing right there. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell when someone has can control um, when you're looking at their piece, you know. And it's <laughs> sometimes uh, maybe you go out at night and you think you're doing good, you think it looks good and everything, mm-hmm. then you go back the next day and it's like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> it's, it's real important I, to have that, man. A lot of people don't understand, you know, that it's very important to have can control. They, a lot of people think it's important about having, like, a lot of colors in front of you. But um, from the generation I come from, if you only got two colors, what can you do with two to make it be strong and stand out and be bold? What can we do with, with two colors? So if I could work with two, you know I could work with ten of them. You know, I <laughs> Absolutely, man. True artists can make uh, mm-hmm. art out of anything. Yes, indeed. So uh, during... Uh, when, uh, I'm sorry, I got, a, I got another question for you. What, okay. Um, you ever get uh, the cops pull up on you? Uh, I never really had too many problems with the cops, but when I was probably, what, maybe 19 years old, I was doing a mural in the community. There was an empty parking lot that was vacant, but people would take their trash and dump it there. So it became an eyesore. What I used to, well, I ain't say what I used to. What I did was I went down the whole block and had like a little petition and asked everybody, hey, you know that place down the street? They said, oh, at the, at the corner. I said, yeah, would you guys mind seeing some artwork right there? They said, no, I don't care what you do. It's not my property. So I was getting people to, to say it's okay because there wasn't nobody right there that was to, to ask because it was a vacant lot. But they had Very a wall smart, right man. there. Right? Very but, smart. But here's what happened. Oh, no. Even though I got permission from everybody on the block, most people didn't care. Some people said, yeah, go for it. Uh, the day I started painting it, I painted the wall all white. Nobody said nothing. Of course not. Then all of a sudden, I start sketching the artwork on the wall with the can. Somebody must have called, but I didn't know they called. I I had to turn around to reach for a can to fill in my cartoon character I was painting. And as I looked up to reach for the can, the officers were leaning up against their car, looking at me, shaking their head. They was like, come over here, buddy. Ooh. So I walked over there. You know, I didn't try to run. I walked over there Smart. real peacefully and smooth. They was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm painting the mural. And I showed them my sketch. They're like, who gave you permission? And I was like, <laughs> nobody really gave me the I said, oh, the people in the community, they said they don't own this property. I'm going to ask you one more time. Oh. Who gave you permission? I was like, the people that's on the other side of the wall, they said they don't own the property. They were like, buddy, you know, you're going to get cited for this. So I had to end up going to court for that situation. That being said, Yikes. I ended up beating that because I handled it professionally at a young age. I was only 19 years old. Ooh. I came in there with a suit and tie on and a oh, briefcase. Okay. And I had, you okay. know, the way I presented myself. I remember when I first went to court, the public defender, they call them public pretenders and stuff. <laughs> but I, that ain't what I named them, but, but that's what people call them. So I go in there. And I'm sitting in the uh, courtroom, and uh, the lady was looking. She said, uh, "She said my name," and she was like, uh, "She sat next to me to discuss my case." And but she had a jacked up vibration. She was like, "Oh boy, he, he, you." She said, "You up here writing on people walls?" And I was, I remained real calm. I said, "How you doing this morning, Miss?" <laughs> she looked at me. 
I said, first of all, I said, let me give you my business card. And, I, and I'm, I'm 19 years old, so I'm still young. <laughs> I hand her my card. She looks at me like, what? Like, who are you? Good. I said, I said, here's my portfolio. See, I had to think. Like, Dude, that's you know, so I had to smart. nip this in the bud real quick. She goes so through my smart. portfolio. She look at my business card. She look at me. She looks at my work. She said, oh, you're not what I thought you was. You're not a vandal. You're an artist. I said, exactly. She said, why yeah. are you here? I don't even know why I'm here. That's nah. exactly what I said. She said, let me get this dismissed. She went yeah. to, to the judge and started talking. <laughs> it's funny now. Back then, I was like, damn. No, you shitting through, bricks you know back saying? then, yeah, right? Well, a, li- a little bit, but you can't never let them see you sweat, though, man. You can't let them see you sweat. You got to be a boss about it. Right, right? about that. So man. I had to be a boss about it at a young age. And she Ooh. went, talked to the judge. She came back. She said, we're going to try to get this dismissed. But I had to come back again hey. because it was a process. To make a long story short, what ended up happening was I got suited and booted again, put my suit back on, go back again. And Hell the judge yeah. seen me again. Because, you know, people's perception of you could be, because when they think of a graffiti, with a big baggy clothes, a backpack, with a beanie looking silly, a baseball cap all over your face. And, <laughs> you know, they, they look at us and they think that, like, we, we become stereotyped like a statistic. And the yeah. people at that time, it was real heavy, too, because that's when tag banging was out. Mm. And so I, I didn't fit the description of that. They looked at me like, wow, this young man is so young, but look what he's doing. And then the way I articulated myself made a big difference. Absolutely, dude. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. I, that, yeah, I love that. You know, last night, uh, do you remember last time um, Ellie Strader Gallard back in the day did a video for you back yeah. in the day, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of reviewed that last night. And I, I was, oh, we yeah. were just like... <clears throat> I was hanging out with Renda, who's in the house right now. Um, and then, you know what? I just loved it because you, what I took away from that video was you're just like, if you come up here with bandanas in your face, guns hanging out, you're just yeah. like, you're kind of just sending oh, yeah. a certain message already. You, you know what I mean? And I, what I love about it is like, <clears throat> I feel like hip hop mm-hmm. is very kind of like uh, the, like back in the day, originally it was very positive, you know what I mean? And then yeah. th- sometime through the 90s, especially when I was super into it, oh, yeah. it, it started becoming very, very uh, gangster rap, yeah. it, you, you know what I mean? That had a lot of influence, I think, like you're talking about like tag banging and yeah, stuff like that, right? Yeah. But like I said, back in the day, there's just, to me, you kind of just like um, always remind me that there is like this good force that hip hop used to be, uh, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times, man, I feel like, Sometimes it's bad for the kids these days, man. <laughs> you know, the, the messages, it's so the much. influence. Yeah. You, you know. The and subliminal I influence. I don't want to be an old guy and just say like, oh, dude, like it's, you know, you know what I mean? Now I feel like it's bad for the kids and things like that. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, artists expressing themselves <laughs> and what they're they're going through. You know what I mean? But True. sometimes it's just like, man, when I review things like mm-hmm. Run DMC and just yeah. like, you know, KRS-One and things like that, it was just like, it was a completely different genre of stuff they were talking about. You know what I mean? Now it's so... The new mumble rappers, it's like so angsty, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's very like drink, you know, it's all about the freaking drink, right? You know what I mean? And then it's like, I don't know, it's kind of going towards like a rock sound to me, actually. It's not really even like hip hop so much anymore, you know what I mean? So It, it, it needs its own category. Because that's, that's very dangerous, man. Like yeah. from where we come from to where we at, it's like it went backwards. Mm. You know, people don't look at the quality of what's being spoken into the microphone. So that's why it's important for me to be here today Hell to, yeah. to speak some wisdom into the to the listeners and to the vibrations of the universe. Because if I if I don't speak the way I'm speaking, most people that do this art form, they just say people get on. I watched them back in the day on a talk show. 
Why you guys do graffiti art? Shit, I don't know. I just do it. That's what they say. <laughs> but you ask me that, I'm going to say I do it for this reason. Boom, 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 boom. And yes. people say, huh, okay, tell me more. Exactly. And then I'm going to go a little deeper. Yeah. And I'm going to keep going deeper and willing them in until mm-hmm. I capture their minds. See, because either my artwork is going to capture their mind or I'm going to capture them from here and from there. I got to do both. I have, I'm on a mission, and my mission is to make an impact, a creative impact, a visual impact, and a mental, spiritual impact. Those, those components right there will take people to another level, whether it's the young people, uh, our elders who don't understand it. We have to educate them because Absolutely. it's important to educate the older people because I remember when I was young, I couldn't even express myself to the older people. They used to be like, why are you doing this? I, mean, I just want to do it. That wasn't good enough. It, it, it was good. But you didn't it wasn't explain good. it the way they wanted you, them there to you explain go. it. Yeah, it wasn't good enough, right? So now that I'm older, uh, like as an example, this this lady had a have a son that just turned 13. She commissioned me to come to her kid birthday party and do a graffiti art uh, lesson with the kids at the oh, party. Nice. It was cool, man. I went there. It was wasn't a lot cuz you know COVID-19 so they had to keep it to a minimum. Right. But they they picked whoever they wanted to be there and for like about 2 hours I just did the graffiti art lesson to all the kids there for the birthday party. And they painted on the little tarps on the gate. I gave them graffiti art lessons on paper. I gave them a little brief history about who I am and how I got to where I'm at. Nice. Told them I was doing it since the age of 9 years old on paper. And I'll be 47 next month. So, nice. you know, it's like a lot of people, they're ashamed to say their age. But, you know, I'm proud because from where we come from, some people, uh, they say that they wouldn't make it to the age of 18. Yeah. You know, I don't smoke oh, or drink yeah. and do no drugs or nothing. So my outlook on life is different, you know. So most, most people who... They say do graft, they alcoholics, they smoke, they drink, they do wild stuff. Oh, I mean, there are a f- there yeah. are quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Most of them are, maybe. Yeah, you know, but I'm a different breed. I'm cut from a different cloth. You are, and, man, definitely. And, you know, my goal is to, uh, you know, I'm a young entrepreneur. Well, I'm not young no more, man. But <laughs> hey, I'm not hey, 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 hey. Depends. Yeah. That depends on who you compare yourself yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. I got a question for you. What uh, what kind of music were you listening to when you were oh, growing back up? Back then? Uh, hip hop, like real hip hop. Which I, which ones? Like, yeah, you, tell tell some of your favorite MCs, oh, okay. man. Yeah, I mean, well, my first record I ever yeah. had, my physical record I had in my hands that was given to me as a gift was Bob Marley, yeah. uh, Roots Rock Reggae album cover. Because mm. um, you know, my father and, and my other relative, which is his cousin, my cousin, uh, they would go play cards and dominoes, and you can't, as a kid, you can't sit in a grown up presence because they doing grown up things. So they used to tell me, hey, we over here drinking beer, playing dominoes. You go in the other room and watch cartoons. And they would always be having that Bob Marley record playing. Uh-huh. And and I, I didn't know who Bob Marley was as a little kid. I was like five years old, maybe five or six. I probably was six. And I used to be sitting in the room and that record was playing for a long time. And all I was doing, watching TV and listening to the music. <laughs> Somehow that sound grew on me at, at a young age. That was the first vocal sound in, with, with a beat that had a message to it in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I took in. So <clears throat> that was the gateway for me to listen to people like the Blastmaster KRS-One, to people like Rakim, to people like Graham, uh, no, Melly Mel. Mm. Melly Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to uh, Chill Rob G, listening to Ice-T, a.k.a. Iceberg. Um, 
man, so many other people, Public Enemy, you know, like all that kind of music helped us to grow. Like when I would catch the bus to school in the morning, when we had cassette tapes back then with the Walkman, I would be listening to uh, Microphone Fiend, and it felt like it gave me some energy in the morning on my way to school. I got my backpack on, listening to uh, Rakim, Microphone Fiend, and I'm listening to Public Enemy, uh, uh, Don't Believe the Hype, and I'm like, oh, listen, before I go to school. Yeah. And then KRS made a song called Why Is That? And so I remember I listened to that song so much. When I finally got to class one day, we had a teacher, and she started talking about this and that, and I used to raise my hand. Look, why is that? Uh, da, 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 da. And she kept looking at me like, and she told me, she said, you know what? Ask another question again, you're going to get out. She said, stop asking me why is that about every little thing I keep talking about. <laughs> and, and, you know, because I was listening, I was like, KRS makes some sense. You know, hey, for real. See, see how much of an impact that music could have? Absolutely, at, at, man. And I was only 15 years old. And so that being said, that music is relevant still to this day in terms of the words because they was in a roundabout way prophesizing of what was happening but for today's time. But guess what? That music ended up getting cut short. So only people who get to listen to it is people who grew up on it. And maybe, if you're lucky, if somebody play it on the radio, but for those who hear it now, they might think that's whack. They're like, who, what is this? Like, man, I don't want to hear that. See? Well, you know, the, the, the flow, uh, just for hip-hop, I mean, like, the flow has really changed, obviously, for MCs, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, just from, like, a just from like a perspective, like, you know, people used to mm-hmm. rap like, a, like it was poetry. Nowadays, it's like the less words you use is actually kind of like a vibe thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got this whole, yeah, 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 you know, I don't know where that came from, but yeah. I'm just saying that it's just a <laughs> it's diff- almost like using the words as instruments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And that's part of it, too. That's part of being an MC. So yeah. it's like, you know, um, for me, it's just like hip hop really has changed. man. If you're but if you're talking about content, dude, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's content. just straight up like a different genre, mm-hmm. as you said. And talking about hip hop, like pumping yeah. you up, man, mm-hmm. I think especially for me, like that was why well, I loved it, man. Like yeah. it kind of, for me, like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with fucking Tupac, basically. Oh, yeah. okay? okay. This is a little bit after your time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know you know what I mean? But yeah. the whole thing is like, you know, it just gave me that confidence so, uh, yeah. as, a, as a kid. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like if, you know, you can't fuck with me kind of confidence, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's universal. And it's just yeah. sad to me that like the the themes in today's hip hop, a lot mm-hmm. of times that that's not a thing. It's about this like angsty oh. depression, which yeah. it reminds me of in the '90s when like Nirvana came out. Oh. You, you know, I mean, Nirvana came out, and then at the end of the day, like Kurt Cobain blew his head off. You, you know, wow. I mean, right? <laughs> right? So, right. so like, how I kind of see it is like deep. it's great just like, influence. Oh. It's just like a different uh, genre altogether, and Ooh. that's what I'm saying. It's very strange because if you listen to a lot of the oh. uh, the Post Malones, for yeah. example. Uh, to me, I'm like, this guy's not even a rapper, man. Like, mm. you, you know, <clears throat> but um, mm-hmm. I'm sure he can flow. Like, yeah. you, you know, I mean, that, that's a different thing. You, you know what I mean? But like, Ooh. as far as I, you know, if you can sing on uh, uh, um, with auto tune, man, like now you're mm. a rapper these days, right? Oh, yeah. Who who would have known that T uh, who would know that T Pain? You know, but when he came out, nobody you know knew that he would be like such a crazy pioneer for like what kind of hip hop evolved into. You, you know what I mean? Wow. Right? That's deep. All right, I got a question. Well, Val, oh, Val, Val's got some. Yeah, yeah. Val's got, yeah. Real quick. Yeah. So, you know, T Pain didn't even come out with that. Um, it was like Timberland and Magoo. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're they right. They came out with it. Well, they, and they, they, they weren't singing, though. I feel like, I mean, yeah, you're right. They were, Timberland was singing. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, that, yeah, gave, yeah. that gave the whole, you know, shift of, 
you know, start using the the you know the micro that one microphone thing. Uh, the auto tune. Yeah, 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 the auto tune. Basically, well, that's they, what brought it back out. To see, I feel like you well, know. T- Timbaland. Let's just say, like you know, some of his tracks, he would put like a certain filter on his voice. But see, mm. the whole auto tune thing is like literally, it's like you no longer need to know how to sing. Now you just have to like try and then they'll fix it like right. <laughs> you know yeah, true, right true. so it's just like well timbaland was just like hey i'm gonna c- put a cool effect on my voice but it doesn't really change like uh. the tune of like my, my voice you know but anyways go ahead teach so my question was uh-huh. um can create how did you meet this lovely lady with us here today yeah that's a great that's that's good that's a good one <laughs> that's a good question yeah man she's a very great woman uh you know i met her out there you know passing in the streets you know just out there on my daily route taking care of business and moving on the on the scene and she was doing the same thing heading we in another on the train yeah yeah we was in motion how long ago was this yeah. oh ooh. seven years ago seven. oh okay Okay. Man, women seven. always be on the dates yeah, and shit. Man, time go by quick. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's a trip. You know, it, it, that's it, big facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I, I agree. You know, she caught my eye because I'm a visual person. You know, and I can and, see why she's beautiful, man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm visual, and you know, she she sculpted like a great piece of art. She's a masterpiece. Agreed. And, you know, pretty much. You know, and and, and, and I uh, <laughs> she's blushing. <laughs> I, I gravitated to her like a magnet to a metal. And, what, what was your opening line, man? I, I feel like you had one. You know, oh, you talk nah, so much. Yeah. Nah, you know, you talk oh, so nah. much about your your. Uh, what was the angle? What yeah. was the angle? What was the first? I just thing? came at a real. Like, what's your name? How you doing? You know? Like, <laughs> nice. see, so, sometimes we try to come with lines, but you have to be careful because you come off with too many crazy lines they look at you like a joke yeah so, you're like oh you got all kinds right. of setups for this yeah, it's yeah like, no just a straight hey how you doing yeah. what's your name that's Kevin, Val? Kevin amazing simple. yeah exactly yeah, Val, what exactly. did you think of when king created look, first okay so it didn't happen just right off the back <laughs> but i was like um mm, i'm sorry i can't um talk to you because i'm like dating somebody right now yeah. okay and i don't you know that's respectful mm-hmm. yeah and I said, well, um, so what type of business do you do? And he was like, well, I'm an artist. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm mm-hmm. an artist too. <laughs> and he's like, really? I said, what kind of artist are you? He goes, I'm a graffiti artist. I said, that was my second love. First love was doing hair. I'm a hair artist. You know, mm, I do yeah. hair. I'm a cosmetologist. Yeah. So I no do nails, you so hair. Pretty. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I do hair and everything. So we um, started talking about that. And I was like, hey, I got a crew um, called Ear to the Sky Music, and I need a logo for it. So he was like, oh, okay. Well, um, send me your email, and then I'll shoot you my bio. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) So he did that. And, you know, just over time, he would just call and check on me. Just, you know, hey, how's it going? Are you still going to get that logo done? It never happened. Well, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Most art projects from friends never. don't, but that's okay. We try anyway. But the cool part yeah. about him, he was always consistent. From day one, he never stopped calling. He never stopped, you know, um, he was very persistent, but he never pressed me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He was just always like laid back, like, hey, how you doing? How's it going? I was just calling to say hi, you know, type thing. And, um... 
we we dated um for six months and then we got married oh wow last no. year well this, this year, year we got yeah. we got married we started dating last year and we got married this year um february 14th mm. nice. so um amazing that's an awesome day to get married congratulations yes. oh, thank yeah. you <laughs> and it's it's just been like fireworks like every day is a firework hell yeah that's and the i way love it. it i love it i love it he's an amazing guy you know, um, I learn more about him each and every day. Um, just a couple things, like he was saying right now, I was just like, "Wow, I didn't know that." You know, <laughs> <laughs> even though I know him, but you know, he has so many things that he wants to tell the world, and you know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's always it's, it's gonna be coming soon to a city near you. Yeah. Mm. But um, the documentary and um, it's uh-huh. it's gonna be a ooh, it's gonna be amazing. Hell yeah! Um, just hearing what he was saying today, it was like, whoa, okay, you know, <laughs> I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So dope. It's, it's yeah, well, you know, when, when's this document? Tell us it, about it, this documentary. The, the documentary is is not, it's not about me. It's about the golden age of LA graph scene, mm. like huh. like the real deal. Like we we've seen stuff, and we can't take away from what's being uh put out and produced because it's always pieces of the puzzle that make a big picture yeah so that's cool that i've saw a lot of the stuff and some of them documentaries i was already in i'm not naming them but i was in them (laughs) (laughs) but but they was good for what they was good for sure what i'm me and my partner is gonna produce is gonna be immaculate because we dealing with the 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 essence like the the root of what made it what made la great for, and we're not being uh, one-sided. We're coming from an angle where we're covering all territories of L.A. Mm, okay. And, and we're covering people who never really got their proper respects and uh, credit due to them. So there's a lot of people that I have in the documentary that nobody even know who they are. But they was a strong foundation to make people who they were. See, so it's like. Those are the missing links. Because even in New York history, we hear about certain key people and we think that's all that existed. But there's people that we don't even hear nothing about even from there that once we say, man, who is this guy? Man, where he come from? Wow. He was doing pieces back in the 70s and then we start seeing they work. And we was like, wait a minute. Well, why have we never heard about this person? So that's how my documentary is. There are people in my documentary that people do know. But it's going to be a lot of people that they don't know, but they get a chance to learn about nice. their contribution of what they put forth to the uh, movement. Yeah. Nice, man. And you can never have too many documentaries about graffiti. Yeah, there you go. In my opinion. That's uh-huh. true. That's very can true. I ask, can I ask you, uh, King Creative Man, have you seen like Bombit back in the day, dude? Bombit. Uh, you know, I got interviewed for that documentary actually, but he's like, I'm in it. I, I just thought, <laughs> of course. Well, dude, I well, would not be surprised. No, 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 no that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I'm not even. They interviewed me, but I didn't. I don't know. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I, I wasn't. I didn't make the cut or something. But they did interview me. I, okay. I do remember. Um, did I watch it? I can't remember if I even I, I watched just, it. Because for, yeah, no. Because honestly, for us, totally, usually we kind of do more the street art angle, yeah, but we okay. always want to. Like, make sure we know our roots, too. You, you know what I mean? Okay. And because it's like, street art is just, like, kind of repackaged. You, you know what I mean? And now it's kind of like, uh, they call, now graffiti is now known as street art a lot of times, too, which is, like, a little bit strange to well, me. Well, it depends on who you ask. Oh, really. yeah. 
If you're asking like a hardcore graffiti writer, you're right. Then he's going to say, "Look, man, you got your street artists, yeah. and this is the kind of artwork that they do." Okay, there you go. And then you got the graffiti writers, and this is the kind of artwork that we do. There okay. You go. And they're very precise about it. Sure. And they could tell you every single time what is what. And then, you know, there's, there's people like me that I get really technical, you know. And if you go by the technical term of graffiti, Mm -hmm. it's actually, you're conveying a message. Yeah. And so if you look at it that way, a lot of times these guys that are doing these fancy letters and everything, that's abstract. Yeah. That's more street art than it is graffiti. (laughs) And these pieces that I was putting up with teach piece and these little messages on them with words that you can actually read very easily, Mm. that was more graffiti Mm. than it was street art. Mm. But you think I'm going to walk up to one of these guys and tell them that? (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Because, Mm. you know what I mean? Like they, they have their own terms. And it's like another language, you know? Yeah. So uh, if you want to have respect and you want to learn it the right way, it depends on who you learn it from. But if you want to get along with those guys, that's how it goes. Yeah. And if you go anywhere near these guys with a piece <laughs> of street art, God forbid, even a paster, oh. then, oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Then you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, if it's like of someone like one of these hardcore crews like the MSK or the AWR or something like that, ooh. It's huh. gonna be. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real bad. So, <laughs> hey, you um, know, what? this is a good time, man. I want to tell uh, Create about our uh, spray paint line, man. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know what? Okay. So, uh, what's up, Mitchell? Mitchell's in the house, man, dude. You know, this is a podcast, man. This ain't nothing fucking formal, man. Yep. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, man? Hell yeah, dude. Let's see, bro. What's up? This, the, the other founder of LA Street Gallery just walked in the house, man, and uh, not late at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there right on time. <laughs> It's good. But yeah, no, it's good to have you. But anyways, we want to tell you a little bit about our new spray paint line coming out. Okay. Hopefully you'll use, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then like you know set what? you up with something. I like okay. that you said uh, start with two colors because... Uh, mm. That's got, what we're doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're starting off with two colors. We got a black and a oh, white. Yeah, and and white. you know okay. what I mean? Because actually, uh-huh. this is why. Because you got to buy 480 cans at, at one time. And then like, <laughs> okay, this is the real reason why. But I'm just saying, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, <laughs> what we did was uh, we uh-huh. linked with the people... Um, okay. Uh, Seymour spray paint. You, have you heard of Have you heard of Edward Seymour? Edward Seymour. That you, sounds familiar. You know he's the inventor of fucking spray paint. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. OG of OGs when it comes to spray You're paint. What I'm okay, oh, so okay. they're out, Yeah, they're out in Chicago. You, you oh. know that's what I'm saying. He's I, our guy. We want to make sure oh. everybody knows, right? Okay. So that actual company, which is the OG company for spray paint, basically, Edward right? Seymour. Okay. Right. So okay. So basically, our brand is called Go. Basically, go okay. spray paint. You know what I mean? And okay. then if you flip it over, it's the OG spray paint. You, you kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're gonna hook you up with some cans, man. Because okay. like, you're uh, an OG, bro. Okay. I'll, you yeah, are an OG. You know what? It, it, when, you get the, when you get the paint given to me, do a video film of me doing a piece on the wall in them two colors. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and watch how I set it off. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just got chills. Yeah, me too. I just got chicken skin over here, man. With two colors. Yeah, no, because yes. yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna get yes. more colors, but like, mm-hmm. I just felt like oh, I actually learned a thing, man. Yeah, I actually didn't know um, that uh, you graffiti writers don't like gloss. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I think it's a preference to the artist because I, I paint with all kind of paint. I don't Ooh. get stuck on one brand. <laughs> I, I, I paint with everything. Like like when we was coming up in the early days, whatever we had our hands could get our hands on, 
and what we painted with. Yeah, for real. Well, you know, we you learned with, to work with what you got. Yeah, we, we were working with this paint called Dutch Boy Paint, and it had like a calligraphy <laughs> tip on it. You get that from on Zodis, like places like Zodis back in the day. And then we would work with Groco, National Groco spray paint. That was at some of the swap meets. Mm. And they would sell that paint for like a dollar seventy-five. Like most people would be like, oh, that's not Cryolan. But they had real nice pastel baby blues, uh, a light lilac color. They had like some real nice soft uh, pastel vibrant colors. And then when, you know, we had access to Cryolan when they had Builders Emporium. They had a standard brand paint store. And we would, uh, you know, those color palettes was even great because it was the best color palette at that time. We had Rust-Oleum back then too, but I mean, Rust-Oleum color palette versus Krylon was real slim. Right. You know, so, yep. you know, Krylon has always been um, growing in terms of the colors. I'm talking about from back then. Now, I don't use it because it's a whole, I mean, I ain't saying I won't use it. What's King Create's like favorite, favorite camera? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I paint with everything, For but sure. yeah, but here's the but. <laughs> the but is is that man when I first put my hands on um, Belton, some Belton spray paint, and mm. then the color selection. I remember I had to do a job for a movie called um, Hollywood Homicide. That was the name of the movie, and uh, with Harrison Ford, I think was in it, and and uh, we had to go buy the materials for this movie. So we went to this art store, man. Well, no, yeah, a supply store, I would say. Man, I walked. I ain't never seen the paint rack so long with all those colors on it. They say get whatever you need to do the job. Ooh. I'm looking at all them colors like, why, let me have oh candy me, store. Yeah, it was like a candy. <laughs> look, like all, all the tops on the colors. All you see was just nothing but colors, and you see like a, a wide range of colors. And and he said, get whatever I need. And I was like, damn, man, it's like, what can I? Man, that's a crazy situation to Define be in. Yeah, me, man. You, you got to be able to know what one artist. you want. Oh, man, that was so crazy. So, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I got When I got my hands on that paint and I started using it, the quality was thick. It wasn't watery. Mm-hmm. It came out with good, clean lines that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, man, I worked my magic off of that one. Hell yeah, man. I, I, I don't have a lot of that now, but like I say, I could paint with Stan, not Standard Brand, um, Home Depot. I could paint with... Uh, yeah, Rust-Oleum. Yes, Rust-Oleum, Painter's Touch. Yeah. I could paint with that, and people would be like, man, what are you using? What color is that? I'm like, boom. <laughs> I show them. they like, you paint. They say, what kind of cap you using? Yeah. I said, the cap that came on the can. Oh, that's what, what I'm going to ask you. And, yeah. and they trip out. They be that's like, they be the like, part Damn. right there that blows my oh, mind. He said, he said, check it, try it with Lysol, dude, to practice. You, you know what I mean? It's like... Just, just but dude, usually wild. when you come with a stock <laughs> can, you never use that tip. Yep. Because it's not a great tip to work with something like that. Yeah, that yeah, just tells yeah, you yeah, right yeah. there the amount of can control that King Create has. Man. Hell yeah, man. Hell oh, yeah, man. man. Dude, that, that's, that's such a fucking awesome story, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, man. So what are what's your, coming up for your future plans besides the documentary, man? Anything else? Any You talking about some murals that you're doing? Well, that's uh, today, dude. He's yeah. on his way out He's of here. He's on his today. way out of here. He said he had to go. <laughs> this guy's hustling, good. man. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, but, I'm on a mission. Uh, I'm not really in the fashion, man, but people keep say, they say, Create, man, you should be putting out shirts. You don't? Yeah, I, I do it, but that's not like my forte. I'm more of a you, person who. You need likes somebody to do, to do it. Like, hey, take your design and be like, hey, we'll get, we'll just Production. give you a cut, basically. Yeah, you, you know oh, what I mean. Oh, look at that. 
Yeah, we're, we're taking a look I at I hope it. you know you're not leaving with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I, I got to be silver. Oh, yeah, now, now check this one out. I'm like, a big man, and I like that shirt. <laughs> yeah, look, it won't fit. This one ain't I'm going to have to take it. <laughs> look, this one ain't going to fit. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I, 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 I've done quite a few now lately. Not, not, not of this design, per se, but you know, a couple of them. And people be buying them. I'm like, man... Once again, I'm not into fashion. I'm not, not that kind of fashion. I'm into a different kind for myself. But mm. like, because um, I realized that people would like to walk away with something, whether it's a, a big canvas I've done mm -hmm. or just down to a sticker or a shirt. So yeah. I, I have to be able to stay relevant. So I stay relevant through doing all these different things that people can access and have. Uh, you got to have different levels of merch, basically. There you go. You know what I mean? That's when the key. All the way from almost zero that you can give somebody, mm -hmm. that that person will always love and appreciate so much oh. that when they get older, they're going to come back and buy a piece from you when there, they can there afford you go. it. When they can you afford it. You plant seeds with there stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I try to be able to make stuff that people can afford. But I do have my stuff that's very, very pricey because I pay my dues and I have to make for sure that on that level that I'm respected as well. So I, I put my work in galleries. My work is at the Getty Museum. My stuff is on. Um, let me. Cause any I, my, any my, artist that is in a reputable museum, yeah. that puts you on a whole nother level of, yeah. of pricing. There you and go. you have to stick to that. You got to stick to it. Yeah. Because you got to respect your, your clients that have bought your work in the past. Yeah, correct. Some people don't understand that. You know, and they yeah. come up and they're like, hey, yeah, man, can you, you know, give me a little discount, you know? You, you know, what's you know what I say then? You know what I tell those uh -huh. people? <laughs> well, you know what? Um, mm -hmm. When I'm doing this work, mm -hmm. you want me to give it my full effort? Yeah. <laughs> Well, then how about you do the same when you're paying me? I mean, right? That sounds good. Hey, hey. Check this one out, man. I, I meet people to this day. Like, they may not know who I am, and I'm not tripping that they don't. But I meet people, and they say, oh, man, I know so many people, man. I could get you here and get you there. And I'm looking at them. I, I, don't, I don't get mad. I just look at them, like, and I'm thinking to myself, man, like, you don't even know where my artwork is at. <laughs> You know, and I tell them, and they, I told people, I, I don't go around bragging. I'm in the gate because, you know, like people. That's not bragging. That's yeah, information. Yeah, in, there you go. I like, I like how you said that. It's, it's information. It's facts, man. Shit. And it's the fact. But, but guess what? They'll look at me like, you are your work ain't in the Getty. And, you know, but see, I got the proof to show my stuff. Even when I met my, my sweetheart right here, I wasn't trying to, like, trying to uh, prove nothing real heavy to her because she just, like, me for being me and she see my work but i took her on a uh a, a date a little outing we went on one of our little outings and i took her to the getty to this to the where they got that piece at in their collection nice tell them what that experience was like <laughs> uh, we want to hear about the, the, the short version of it okay let's hear it so we went into a private room and um it was just i was so like blown away because they had, you know, it was like a, a round table, but it was like similar to this. Yeah, similar to this. But this book was 11 by 17. And um, it was huge. It was huge. And, you know, just flipping through, it's like uh, how many people? 150 artists from L.A. 150 wow. artists from L.A. And, and one um, big old thick book. One thick book. This book was probably about like this thick. And it was just amazing that um, 
you know, I was flipping through the pages and his work was just there. And a couple, you know, other artists that I know from L.A. through him. And I was just like, wow, you know, this is dope. Yeah, no, totally, man. I mean... I mean, at the end of the day, like we say, it's not bragging, man. You're just stating no, facts. That's just information, <laughs> you know. Man. I mean? and, and to take her somewhere like that, you know, you're just you're showing her some facts. Yeah, you know what you I mean? Go. You're yeah. not gonna. She's not gonna have to tell her friends. Yeah. Well, you know, he said that he, you know, that he, and, right. and I don't know. You know, maybe when I see it, that's gonna make her, you know, feel just yeah. know exactly who you are. And, and you're not the, bragging. That's not bragging at all. And I gotta tell you, you got a beautiful voice, pal. Thank you sing. You you're a singer. No, I sing in choir at church. <laughs> she sings in the shower. <laughs> right, I'm a shower singer. In the car, in the car, you know what I mean, windows down. <laughs> I just hold notes, that's it. That's it. Okay. No, but gonna- no, I just wanted to say this real quick. Um, you know, him, he's just so humble, you know, and I um, thank God for that because, you know, uh, there's a lot of other artists out there that you meet and they're just like, uh, show you something like who are you like you know (laughs) i ain't showing you nothing and he he's like oh you want to learn like come on let me show you how to do this you know um my first experience with doing graph on the wall you know because i did a piece he he gave me opportunity to do a piece so i was like well i want to use this color and i want to use that color and i went and got some house paint so I got some house paint and did my fill-ins with that. Yeah. So hey, he was whatever. like, oh, okay, that works, you know. And then <laughs> I was over there, you know, and he was, like, showing me how to do can control. And some of his art, artists, um, artists that he knows um, from his crew, they were like, um, wow, Val, like, dang, just within a couple months, like, you, you're better, you know. But... Those paints, those paints was in the 94, uh, Montana, Montana's, those, none of that. It was strictly from, um, the paint that you said, painter's touch, like cheap paint. And he told me, he said, with a stock cap, he said, you're going to have to learn how to do with a stock cap and then you can do anything. (laughs) Yeah. So when I did pick up a Montana can, I was like, Ooh, I like this. Ooh, okay. I can can really get into, get into it. Yeah. You know, and um, it was just cool because um, at Five Points, we just did a, um, a paint out there with some artists that he pulled in. They do it once. We do it once a year. Okay. And um, he finally let me do it by myself. And <laughs> nice. I was like. You were giddy, huh? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did my whole everything. I did my layout and everything. Amazing. My sketch, everything. On my own, so I was just like, wow, they were like, Val, oh, wow, you know, your color scheme was dope, your fades, you know, everything was good. You probably didn't have to use a stock tip anymore at that time, right? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No more punishment. You can use... The actual yeah. art materials make it a, a little, little bit. bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the way the sensei got to teach the karate kid. You, you know exactly. what I mean? That's what I was thinking of when she was talking. Too. So, Absolutely, man. So I, um, they were still, uh, no, I did. I think I did use uh, one Montana color. But oh, yeah. the other ones were, you know, the painter's touch. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, that's why we want to kind of do our own spray paint line, man. I'm just like, 
these cans can be like mm. 15 20 bucks a pop now uh, you, you know i mean these days man like yeah. and i'm just like i'm in, we're in the paint industry i'm like i know it doesn't cost this much because i sell the acrylic actually to these guys to put in the paint oh, now. Yeah. Wow. You, you know you know I mean, that's that's where we're we're coming in and i was like Right. There's got to be some margins here, so here, you know. And what we want to do basically mm. is also uh, give each artist that's been on the show basically a code. So okay. every single can that they use your code, you get paid too, basically oh, yeah. too. Oh, you nice. know what I mean? So nice. I'm just saying, like, you know, to, usually it's pretty hard to get these manufactured. But hey, I feel like I I'm the guy, dude. You know what I mean? We we already sell the. Equipment. You're the guy in this room, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> More so than anyone else. <laughs> The chemist <laughs> and uh, salesman. Yes, you're the guy. But the main thing is, like, you know, normally I'm just saying that the the graffiti uh -huh. artists are so far disconnected from paint manufacturing, chemical industry. It's like mm. there's no way that you can network yourself into getting that like the huh. true cost. You know what I mean? At the end, yeah. they maybe they'll sponsor you, they'll give you some cans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they just, rarely do that anymore these days, from what I hear. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we want to make. It's like, hey man, everybody loves taking pictures of Montana cans, and you know, it's sexy. It's a gold yeah. can or whatever. You know, it's a black. <laughs> yeah. Can, wait till right? our can gets out there. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Ooh. it's just like, and right. it's a bigger can too, right? Our shit. Five is, ounces more. Oh yeah. Five Ooh. ounces more paint. Mm. It's a little bit taller. It's a taller can. can. So it might be different can it, control. Is it the size of the bottle right here? Um, you know what? Oh, no, no, I, no, no, I actually no, no. have a. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same um, circumference. Okay. As a you know regular can. Uh -huh. It's just a little bit taller. A little taller. Yeah. A little okay. taller. Wow. That's we nice. like to stand out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want you to pick my brain real heavy. Like go deep with the stuff with some business or art. Cause, yeah. cause, Cause while I'm on here, and the listeners is, is listening. Like pick my brain real heavy when it like either like the fine art world and the and the commercial art world. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the yeah. that's the size of the can. This doesn't have our label on it, but they gave us some testers. And actually, since you do use gloss, I would I would love for you to take these too. Yeah, man. okay. I would take these that, with you. That's man. gloss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and the uh, the tips, uh, the caps. Uh huh. They're um you know you can use Montana caps. Yeah, you can actually. That, that's this, not what that is, is it? No, that, no. that's the stock tip. No, this is just tip. a stock oh, tip right okay. here. Like, that's the that? grasshopper yeah. tip, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm taking this off. You know? Wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying that, dude, you're welcome to take these with you. But oh, yeah, most definitely. This is the, uh, this is the manufacturer, man. Like uh, like I said, Seymour, man. Seymour. You, you got to spread the. Since you always spread so much knowledge okay. to all these uh, graph heads, man, you got to let people know who invented spray paint. <laughs> okay, you know Seymour. what I mean? Okay. So you, that man deserves his due. So, look, what I need to do is. But see, when I when I do a piece on the wall for y'all to film, y'all y'all label need to be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no we yeah, have those yeah, coming. Yeah. Those, those are, are coming. The these are just these were samples. Like uh, the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. These are just okay. samples to, for us to test the quality and uh, the colors and actually. Okay. And it's good that we got samples before ordering because uh, because these are gloss and again a lot of the street artists. Most uh, am I right, uh, King Create? When it comes to graffiti artists, that most of them do, they'd rather have flat. Uh, this uh, flat black and not or not or the commercial. Oh no 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 no! That, that's the, that's the hour basically. It's coming oh, up, man. Okay. Well, I mean, dude, we're yeah. having such a good time. Man. Shit, dude, now <laughs> see how time go by quick. Hell yeah, dude. But, but, but we we said some real powerful stuff, man. Dude, you we know? got a lot of information in there. Oh yeah, and um, dude, thanks so much for uh, coming all the way over here. Oh, thank you. Dude, he's going to be a regular on our show, yeah. obviously. This oh, is yeah. second yeah. time We're going to be man. sponsoring this guy with some paint, <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, I cannot wait to see what you do with Watch the black what and I white. Do. Watch oh, what I do. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I, I'm going to make for sure, you, man, watch. Just I, watch. I, I, I think I'll say this. I'm going to say it with confidence. I'm going to work some magic with it. Like, I guarantee you. 
Oh, man. I get <laughs> chills again, man. I got like chills I love three that, or four man. times this show, man. <laughs> Thank shit, you so man. much, man. You know, to the audience, leave us, please leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us at PTTP Show. King Crit, can you drop your social, please? What's up, folks? You could find me at on Instagram at King underscore K-I-N-G underscore create C-R-E number eight. K-I-N-G underscore C-R-E number eight. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Create. To the audience, love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. And in the end.